23 to 1. Now, an interesting report out today about our changing demographics, appropriately titled the Demographics Group Report, finding that we're not really old until 77 and the younger people aren't really entering adulthood until 28. And this sort of information can be really important in the way that governments and companies shape their policies like superannuation and how they invest our money as taxpayers. And that's why the census is important, because it collects this information. And the last census was in 2021. The next one will be in 2026, and it gives a snapshot of the nation every five years. And this time, the Bureau of Statistics, which manages the census, wants all of us to have a say in some of the questions that will be asked. Georgia Chapman is the director of the 2026 census content. She's on the line for us now. Georgia, welcome to Afternoons. Thanks, Deb. Great to be here. So why do you want the public to suggest the questions? Were your questions not good enough? Look, we actually undertake a review every census to make sure that the questions we ask are of most importance to Australians. We know uh, census data isn't just valuable to governments. It's used extensively by community organisations, businesses, researchers and individuals. And so we want to ask everyone what do they see as Australia's most important needs? And how do you determine which questions to include and which not? Is there some sort of voting process or, or vetting process? This really isn't a popularity contest. Uh, the census is a hot property in terms of being able to get on to the census form. And so we actually have a range of criteria which are available on our website. And these help us assess, is the census of public value, is this going to give Australia the highest value data we can? But also balancing, is it efficient to collect? Uh, is it too intrusive? And can it be asked on a census form when someone, an interviewer, isn't there? Because effectively, there's a lot of questions that you've got to answer as it is. It's a long form to fill out. Do you really have room to put more questions there or will you be removing some questions and replacing them with new ones? So there's always more information that people would like than we can accommodate. And you're right, we can't just keep adding questions. We're taking the time of every household in Australia on census night. And so we do need to ration or rationalise what we're collecting. So what were some of the questions that people wanted asked in the last census that you couldn't include? We got a range of submissions uh, in the 2021 consultation process. These ranged from a place of birth in Australia to uh, questions on physical activities. And we actually shortlisted eight topics for further consideration from the 450 submissions. Um, these were gender identity, sexual orientation, household and family relationships, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultural identity, and uh, service in the Australian Defence Force and long-term health conditions. We actually included service in the Australian Defence Force and long-term health conditions, and we made changes to some topics to improve their relevance. So we used to ask language spoken at home, and we heard from uh, Auslan users that this actually didn't uh, reflect their experience. So we changed the question to language used at home. Okay. Okay, so the questions that people posed were incorporated. And why is the census important these days anyway, Georgia? Because, you know, these days with, I suppose, social media and other means, you can put questions out there and get answers in pretty quick time. Why is the census every five years so essential? 
So uh, you're absolutely right. There's so much data available. Uh, but despite this, the census is still one of the most important data sources to understand what is happening for small geographic areas and small population groups. You hear the report that we uh, that you just mentioned on the changing demographics of Australia and this sort of data is from the census and you don't actually have to go that far to understand that census data is used extensively everywhere. We do actually, in our criteria, we do consider a couple of things around this though. We look at what other data sources are available and we don't want to replicate something that's already there. And we also look at whether the, sense, the question will actually remain relevant over time not just when we release the data uh, after the census, but also into the future um, for future censuses. And when you do release that data, there's often a big gap between when we take part in the census and when the information is collated and released publicly. I guess a lot of people will wonder if the census is even relevant anymore because of that big lag. Yeah, for sure. And that is why we consider topics and questions in that regard. So if you wanted to ask on an attitude, so someone's attitude towards uh, a certain thing, that actually isn't going to be that relevant. But where someone uh, lived five years ago and where they live now, those sorts of things give us an understanding of our migration patterns uh, and other other important things that are actually a lot more stable. All right. Well, if people want to take part and suggest questions of their own, they can go to the ABS website, consult.abs.gov.au, consult.abs.gov.au and the next census in 2026. Georgia, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Deb. Georgia Chapman there from the Bureau of Statistics and some suggestions from you already. Anne reckons for a census question, would you like smaller governments? I reckon the answer would be be pretty much across the board, yes. And Greg also says maybe we should ask how many people in your home are receiving unemployment benefits and for how long have they received them? He says it's a question he'd like asked at a time when employers can't seem to find people to fill vacancies. But what about you? What are the questions you might like asked? 131873.